Commercial bath and body products contain chemicals that are not only harmful for water and soil but also for your skin. These products also come in plastic packaging that eventually end up in dump sites. They have cold process soaps, shampoo bars, body butter inspired from food cuisines and use of edible ingredients, seasonal fruits and flowers. All their products are sustainable in nature and they come without any plastic packaging. Their handmade soaps reduce the release of chemical in the drainage system so bye bye polluted water. Their products are delivered pan India and you can find them on Instagram at Miss Bonuva. The link is mentioned in this episode's description. Hey guys, I hope that you are all doing well. It is lovely to see your faces because I am standing right behind you. No, I am not, but it would be fun if something like this happens. I was asked that I didn't upload any episodes last week. It was because I spent that entire week playing Fallout 4. But a game about a world that gets destroyed by nuclear war is probably too realistic considering whatever is going on right now. Hey China and everyone else, calm down. Everyone around which the game is set is giving me serious anxiety to a level that now I am having nightmares about it. Now that I have wasted an entire week playing a game that is almost like real life, I think it is the right time to come back to actual real life for a new podcast. I had actually written a different script for this episode, but I deleted it by accident. Today the guest for this episode is the founder of one of the most famous names in all women's travel. Hetal Doshi is an entrepreneur and the founder of Wonder Girls. Before we start with the episode, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast on the platform you are listening. And without further ado, let's welcome our guest and start with this episode. Hi Hetal, thanks for taking out your time for this episode. Thank you for inviting me, Anshul. How is life under new era of lockdown and pandemics? So, uh, I got back from Egypt right before the Janta curfew started and I spent two weeks in isolation just to stay away from family and make sure that everyone else around me is safe. That was my first two weeks. After that, uh, spent time cancelling you know, the existing trips that I had. I had Nepal lined up in April and Mauritius in May. So, cancelled those trips. I had trips lined up for my uh, clients at the Wonder Girls. So we spent large chunks of March end and April just cancelling all the trips, getting all the refund vouchers from the suppliers, from the airlines. And so that was pretty much how the first, like at least April, you know, March end and April, that's how it went. And I think after that, it was like a little tough because suddenly you know from traveling two to three weeks every month I'm sitting at home and it's been from that date in March now till you know we are on 1st of August right now and been indoors not travel so it's been hard it took some time getting used to and I think it's only in the last month or so that I've decided that I should use this time to upskill and learn the other things that I wanted to do. So that's how it's been. Uh, I think uh, all the all of us travelers have have been in a similar situation, whether it's uh, for a travel company or it's on a, on a personal level. Absolutely. You are the founder of the Wander Girls and all women's travel group. 
so it's obvious that i like to know more about how you started your venture and how your journey been so far correct so i've always been someone who likes exploring and learning more about you know new cultures and people and um, i've lived in two countries you know india for most of my life and some years in the us when i was studying for my undergraduate studies my masters and then working there for some time so you know i think it the more i spend time outside the country uh, i realize that i quite like traveling because the culture there is you know you use up all your free time to travel so i did use up a lot of my time to travel even then and uh, i think i started wonder girls in 2013 and uh, it's been 65 countries and around six continents now and i think the thirst to travel more you know it's it's still there so i think what's you know personally speaking for myself what's changed is from traveling you know at a very fast pace you know want to do europe in 18 days and things like that probably when before i started the wonder girls to now you know traveling slowly exploring each place more thoroughly and seeing the things i want to see instead of you know just okay these are the highlighted attractions in a country i started traveling like that and i think the wonder girls is also culmination of i think my travel style and my learnings and you know various experiences at each destination um and how this came about is um so once i came back so i finished my mba i was working on wall street and i came back and i wanted to travel solo by myself and i when i say solo i mean without my family or without friends and it was very odd for my parents that you know you want to go alone or how are you going to go alone and uh, you know it is a patriarchal society that we live in and i come from a very patriarchal family too so it took some time for me to enroll them into you know my vision of how i want to travel and when i wanted to then start the company it was easier to do it because they already had a fair idea of this is how i travel and this is how i want to build my company so that's how the wonder girls came about and i think you know what i really wanted to do with the wonder girls was you know i i feel this joy and i feel this you know independence when i travel by myself and i felt that you know i wanted to share that with other women who would want to travel independently too so that's how this journey came about during my work with uh, different ngos and organizations one of the key factors common to all their operations was the empowerment of women in these local areas so we were constantly reminded that female empowerment is a key to ensure better travel practices and responsible behavior from locals as well as tourists what is your stand on this notion and how have you who has played your part in empowering the local people population of the place where your groups travel to okay so when we speak about travel you know an interesting factor is that uh, when you look at the worldwide tourism workforce women comprise or make up 54% of that workforce and if you talk about india uh the tourism sector in india employs around 34% you know or 34% of women when you 
look at the math part of it so i definitely think that you know empowering you know empowering women is one of the key factors to better travel practices and responsible behavior from locals as well as tourists um i think this is one of the sectors that uses women's you know skills for natural resource management while maintaining a symbiotic relationship with culture heritage and nature i mean take the example of the rural empowerment initiative of the goat village at uh, you know uh, dayara bugyal where everyone from the project manager to the butlers and guides they're all women out there and this project is all about smart minimalism and living in harmony with nature or take another example of uh, sundar rang which is an initiative by chandelo vikas sanstha uh, in rajasthan and uh, what they do is they empower the women in chandelo to earn a living by making traditional arts and crafts and promoting fair markets for local goods and these are craft forms and weaves you know which are at the center of sustainability cultural legacy and they also provide livelihood so as a company you know when we organize our trips uh, what we do is we often work with women led you know suppliers across destinations so whether i talk about uh, suppliers you know outside the country or even in inbound we work with other female led entrepreneurs who are running companies um and they often work with female guides that you know the local destinations we organize cooking classes you know local cooking classes so we learn more about the cuisine the way you know um been maintained for years in practice uh, we make arrangements for our guests to purchase souvenirs from small women led enterprises and also local women artisans without any commissions involved in the process so as a company this is what we do to empower you know local entrepreneurs female entrepreneurs at various places uh, since you mentioned women led supplier how is the scenario in india and abroad like what can indian travel industry learn from their overseas counterpart when it comes to this uh, concept of women led suppliers so i think um, when for example when i started uh, you know the wonder girls and i would go to these tourism uh, we have exhibitions here at like you must be aware of some some of them there is otm and there are smaller ones at state levels too and you would see very few women entrepreneurs so you have women managing a lot of the stalls doing a lot of the marketing but i would come across very few indian uh entrepreneurs in the travel space who were women like this i'm talking about this in 2014 but i think it's evolved now and you see i meet so many women doing so many interesting things at state levels at uh, country level um some are in the responsible tourism space um some are organizing tours specifically for you know handcrafts hand, you know there are people who are interested just in learning more about the handicrafts and handlooms of india and there are tours being led by women who do just that specifically so i think there has been a shift now but if we speak of other countries like take bhutan for example i'll give you an example of bhutan uh 
if you go to any of these exhibitions or if you travel to bhutan you will see that a lot of the tourist enterprises are run by women managed by women you will have you will often have drivers who are women you will have guides who are women so um, that shift is coming in india slowly but i think we have a long way to go yet so you mean that uh, the scenario is slowly improving in india yes i think it's slowly evolving in india so how we as travelers can make sure that our money is helping the locals especially the female artisans and entrepreneurs in the right way so there are numerous ways to ensure that you know your tourism money is directly helping the locals um i think it starts from the time you decide that you want to go to a destination you know start researching the destination and don't leave everything to the company that you know is organizing your tours or be active in specifying that this is the kind of trip i want um that it's more sustainable it you know empowers rural livelihoods or it empowers the locals at a destination a lot of times tourism especially in india is all about the bottom line so i would say instead of just focusing on the bottom line when you you know compare prices from two different two or three or how many ever suppliers or you know companies that you are you reached out to understand the ethos of every company and then make a choice and then when you do research for your trip or when you are working with a company who is doing the trip you know specify that you want to eat at local restaurants you know some of them are often led and managed by women so eat at local uh, local restaurants and not just big chains like mcdonalds or whatever else is available at the destination um shop for local souvenirs directly from the artisans um you will see that there are a, if you if you are going with the company say that you want to make purchases directly from locals you will often see that there are various uh, tourism uh, or what would i say handloom and artcrafts um, cottage industries in place so instead of just buying so a lot of your souvenirs come from manufacturing hubs so instead of buying something because it's cheap which is coming from a manufacturing hub buy local products like if you are going to himachal buy fresh apples or instead of just uh, buying a t-shirt that's come in bulk from china so make make that shift you know um and uh, i think take walking tours you know um they're a great way to you know walk and explore the place so take walking tours you'll see that there are women guides often leading walking tours that's one way to do it and um, be fair i think a lot of it uh, boils down to when you're at a destination and um if you're paying a little more money to support the local economy do that instead of just trying to negotiate your way everywhere whether it's your homestay or accommodation it's the tips you leave the locals um be it at restaurants or somewhere else or your guides you know support the local economy in those ways that's what i think travel industry is facing a unique problem of global pandemic what do you think is the future of uh, travel industry and how is it going to revive itself so i think the indian travel industry uh, faces you know challenges in manifold ways even before we were hit by covid 
uh, if you are talking about uh, outbound travel which is basically when you talk about trips from india to other destinations uh, indian tour operators have become in you know uncomfortable uh, uncompetitive with the levy of gst and uh, the finance bill uh, 2020 came up with something new which was tcs tax collected at source which basically means that uh, for every guest that wants to travel out of the country we need to collect the tax and pay the tax so that kind of makes indian tour operators highly uncompetitive when you compare them to you know uh, company elsewhere so it would make sense for people to directly book their trips outside then to book it with somebody in india so i think uh, these were the challenges even before covid came and um, if we talk about uh, inbound tourism you know that the issues before covid were you know um, we don't have an effective marketing strategy at country level we do not provide um, infrastructure at various tourism sites or you talk about safety women's safety especially you know there is this negative perception that's there worldwide when it comes to india so these were some of the challenges before and um things just worsened i think after the covid crisis and industry estimates show that we've lost around 5 lakh crores or so and there have been like 4 crore or job losses in the industry currently um according to cci you know they are saying that it may take till early 2021 for things to get back to normal as a tour operator personally i can say that uh, the only work we did in march end and april was just pretty much issuing refunds and you know postponing trips and that was about it we haven't made any active bookings from april 2020 till now so there have been no trips that i have booked for anybody and we have a few clients who come to us now that you know um some places have opened up or some places are taking like there are cruises that are taking bookings in advance for the next year but given how the situation is i am not currently advising any of my clients to book things and when you talk about revival of the business um i feel that the government definitely needs to take some steps in forms of uh, interest free loans you know deferment on statutory payments maybe giving a rebate on gst and for sure a roll back on the uh, tax collected at source that came up in the finance bill 2020 so these are some of the steps that need to be taken i think and in the end so what is the message to the travelers who will restart traveling in the coming months Okay, so honestly, if you ask me, and like I just mentioned uh, a few seconds back, that we have people, I have, you know, clients who booked trips with us for earlier, uh, uh, booked trips with us earlier, who come back and are saying now they want to travel, and should they or should they not? And if you ask me, honestly, I would just say, you know, you you could plan your trip right now, but this is not the best time to travel out there. I think India is currently the third worst hit by the pandemic, and it looks like the numbers are only growing. So international travel is anyway out currently, but domestically, when you talk about uh, 
traveling to states like Himachal Pradesh or Goa or Uttarakhand that have opened their doors with several conditions and riders, you have to think about how much le leisure will it really be given that you need to obtain e-passes, stay for a minimum number of nights, get tested before your trip even begins. And um, think about it, flights, buses and trains, I mean, trains are still to resume operation, but when they do, it's going to be very difficult to be socially distanced. And these are spots where you could get infected or infect others in transit. And when you reach the destination, there's always the risk factor that you might get infected out there. Or worse, if you are an asymptomatic carrier, you're going to infect other locals at places which might not have the healthcare or medical facilities that may be, you know, required if numbers grow in place out there. So I think this is the time to stay home, stay safe, uh, work on your health for when you do want to travel in the future and probably keep a lookout for how things shape up both domestically and internationally and uh, use the time to plan better trips for when you do actually travel. So we have come to the end of the session. Thank you, Heather, for joining me. Thank you so much for having me, Anshul. And I think uh, one of the other things that, uh, you know, your listeners can probably do is listen to podcasts like this and watch YouTube videos and, you know, look at the amazing content that is still being put out by some of the travel content creators out there. Also, please make sure that if you are planning to travel, then try researching and learn about workshops and associations that women are majorly part of. If not women, then try to uh, connect with locals so that you can know that how is the travel scenario in those destinations. Even if it is a small shop or an establishment being run by a group of females, then try to spare some time and uh, learn about what products they make and how can you source them at your home. This will eliminate issues of middleman and it will also send all the profits to the household. So you will be playing an important role in helping someone live their life in a better way. I absolutely agree. With this, I'd like to end this episode. You can follow Heather on. My social media handle is uh, follow me on Instagram at Travel with Heather. And for more information about the Wonder Girls, you can check out our website, thewondergirls.com. And make sure that you subscribe to this podcast on the platform you are listening. I hope you have a great day, night, week, month, year. Support local bookstores, promote cafes in your city and make sure that you help your friends who are creating nice content.